we realized that we had not had an opportunity as a community to come together and uh, grieve and remember. Um, and so that's, that's what we're here today to do. Um, I want to thank uh, my partner organizations, the Milwaukee Service Area um, Hospitality Workers, um, Black Leaders Organizing for Communities, and Souls to the Poles for also helping to um, coordinate this event. Um, we're lucky to have some wonderful community leaders behind me who are going to uh, share a few remarks about um, what this memorial is um, and what our communities lost. So, um, first up, I want to introduce Pastor Greg Lewis with Souls to the Poles. Good morning. I'm, I'm so glad we had an opportunity just to talk about what has been a bit of a solemn time for most of us in our community. You know, and I, I just wanted to recommend to all of our citizens that they pay attention to this pandemic. You know, when I uh, attracted COVID-19, I didn't know what it was, and when I got tested and they gave me the results, man, I was devastated because I knew it could mean death. And when I went and I, I, I researched and, and talked to folks about it, nobody knew anything. And I knew the only thing that could save me was my God. That was the decision maker with this COVID because there's no cure. But I laid there, and I, and I know I was dying a slow death, and people need to listen to this. I was dying a slow death, and I finally got to go to the hospital. And when I got there, they said three things. The doctor said three things to me. And it was three doctors. First of all, he said, if you don't do exactly what we tell you to do, you're going to die. It wasn't like, I can help you. And then the second doctor said, Who's going to take care of your final business? I said, my wife. And then the third doctor said, if you become unconscious, do you want us to resuscitate you? And then I stood there, and then the doctor said, that's okay, because if you become unconscious, we won't be able to bring you back. This virus is serious. Look at those chairs. That's how serious it is. People, stop taking this virus lightly. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. We're grieving today for all these people. When I was in ICU with COVID-19, I had four of my friends die. I said, let, let me keep my phone because I wanted to stay connected to the community. Four of them died. This is serious business, and we need to make sure that we take care of our business and take care of each other. I don't want to see anybody go through what I went through. Nobody should have to go through it. We need to take care of each other, and we need to make sure that we stay positive about how we rid ourselves of this situation. And that's going to be sacrifice for us all. And let's remember those who aren't here anymore. Those families are grieving. And we need to stop as many families from grieving as we can. Thank you. God bless you. 
and make sure you stay safe. Well, amen belongs right there, uh, Reverend uh, Pastor Lewis. And I think that it's really a time to believe in the higher powers so that we can get out of this pandemic. And it's also a time to believe in science and in public health and to make sure that we practice safe social distancing uh, because these are 600 shares there. But for too many of us, they represent real people that we knew and loved. One person that comes to mind right away as I stand here uh, at MacArthur Square, someone who's worked many years on this very plaza, plaza this very area, was uh, Leonard Wells, someone who fancied himself more than a police officer, but a peace officer. Someone that you didn't mind coming into your home without a search warrant. That kind of thing. And I think of another young man, only 26 years old, whose name was actually Joyce, J-O-Y, uh, who died too soon, as these chairs represent. It's also a time to believe in the leadership and voted for people who would, in the words of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who would go into these offices and make decisions that promote justice and mercy and walk humbly with God. And as we remember the 600 people here in our own city and the 1800 statewide, let us remember them with a resolve to regroup. And the, because the finally, final thing that we have to believe in, as Reverend Lewis so passionately instructed us, is that we got to believe in each other. We got to believe in ourselves. We got to believe in our own humanity and the rights of everyone to be safe and to respect each other by wearing masks and socially distancing. We have to, that is the greatest weapon we have against this pandemic, is our own, is, is embracing our own humanity. So I want to thank all the organizations and groups uh, who took the time, the arduous work of setting up these those who will not be at the Thanksgiving table with us this year. And now, I want to introduce someone from the to set the tide of it uh, with a feverish pitch, and that's our own mayor and the Honorable Tom Barrett. Very much, Congresswoman, and I also want to thank the groups that have organized this today. Um, over the last seven months, there has not been the ability to have to 
their mothers, to their fathers, to their brothers, to their sisters because of this pandemic. So those families, and by extension, this community has an opportunity to grieve, to remember those individuals who died, many of them needlessly, as a result reminder, a lonely reminder, a sad reminder of what we're living through right now. Those empty chairs and of loss. And I want to take a minute and just talk about one of the people who could be sitting on one of those chairs. when she knocked on our house when we moved to a new house just west of Washington Park. And I remember it very vividly, even though it was 1960, who had Down syndrome. And she knocked on my door, and we became lifelong friends as a result of being neighbors. And we would go baseball games together. And I got a letter from her earlier this year in May. It's sitting in my office right behind my desk. And it's a very simple letter, again, because she And about a month later, I got a call from her sister who said that she was very sick. Um, and that she had contracted COVID-19 along with pneumonia. And there's close to 600 other stories like Carly Ann's story. And we have an obligation as a society, those of us who are forced to try to end this pandemic. And the tragedy is that it has divided us so much. This should not be a political issue. We know that it's driving a lot of the politics of the nation. We know it's driving a lot of politics of this state. And we will get through this, but we'll get through this Again, all the organizations that, that brought us here today to allow us to grieve together as a community, but also to bring us together so that we can have a And with that, I'd like to turn it over to, to my state senator, State Senator Latanya Johnson, um, who really has tried to do as much as she can, knowing that the legislature um, has essentially not come since springtime to deal with this issue. Senator Johnson.
were what were ranked third worst in America for communities of color. We know that COVID here in Wisconsin. When we look at these 600 chairs behind me, these chairs don't just represent individuals. They represent opportunity to have conversations, to hold their loved ones, to say I love you, or to hear those words ever repeated again. Daily basis to go to work as frontline workers. My mom, her two sisters, all three are frontline diabetic and they all work in the medical field and they all get up and go to work every single day to try and save as many lives as they can to take COVID-19 seriously especially seeing the 600 chairs that are empty behind us is just the right thing to do six months, even though our COVID-19 numbers continue to rise, even though the risk that it poses to our neighbors, to our friends, individuals to come and do their job, isn't asking them to do any more than any of us are doing right now today. It's not asking them to do more at those hospitals and nursing homes every single day, trying to do their part to save lives. It's not what should just be expected. Making sure that we care those individuals who have contracted COVID-19 and those people that are not here to, to say I love you to their loved ones. Uh, to remind us that Wisconsin needs to get it together. We need to do more. We have to do more because there are lots now I am going to my colleague, Senator Chris Larson. Thank you. Uh, it's hard to, to um, it is a stark reminder to be here with these 600 chairs uh, symbolizing these 600 looks at all of
HP, the nurses union, and those that organize this today, they will take all of that tra that one tragedy and break it into the pieces that it is. And each of these is uh, a tragedy, uh, a life cut short, different plans for 2020, um, and the families that have been affected by it. And to, to add to that, uh, to what my, my colleague, Senator Johnson, said, the biggest tragedy is that we can do more. Right? Each of the sacrifices that we're making, everyone here is wearing a mask, everyone here is keeping the distance, everyone here is conscious of, of checking in on their neighbors, uh, but that the state right now is the least full-time legislature in the country, the least active full-time legislature in the country. Given what's going on, given these tragedies, given what's, uh, what's at stake, how we have not come in to be able to do more to be able to tackle this, to be able to cut this short, so that uh, more chairs aren't added here, so that those who get a diagnosis uh, don't, uh, don't end up uh, the same way that these folks did. So we can do more, we can beat this. Um, as we had said from the beginning, we're stronger together even when we're uh, apart. And by putting all these chairs out here today, it shows that while each family is grieving on its own, they're not alone. Right? The community is here to support them. We are all in this uh, together, and we're all going to get through this uh, together. Uh, so thank you.